0: Hello and welcome to the Tree of Light podcast. I am your host, Sarah Myers. The passages that I share with you in these podcasts are messages for humanity from members of the spiritual hierarchy. They have achieved mastery over the human condition and reside on a subtler dimension from where they guide humanity's evolution. Their words assure us that what is occurring in the world right now is aligned with the divine plan for this turning point in evolution as the influence of matter wanes and the influence of spirit grows. These messages can be found on the website atreeoflight.org. In today's podcast, our spiritual elders speak about going from humanity to divinity. This is the time when humanity is slated to arise from the dead as Christ arose from the tomb of matter. That is both the goal of the Aquarian Age and the means of creating the new world civilization. To arise from the tomb of matter, is to cast away all that binds one to the material world and to enter the state of consciousness of one who would become a God. To proceed further on the discipleship path, there must be a clear, undistorted, and unglamoured vision of what the human being will eventually become. Our definition of God for the purposes of this letter rests on the fact that the human soul is a divine entity one whose true essence comes into fuller expression as the path of evolutionary ascent unfolds. We want to emphasize this point, as most who will read this need to be jostled awake on the issue of self-identity if they are to fulfill the role of a disciple at this critical time. It is important to keep in mind a vision of the ultimate destination of the spiritual journey while focusing on the immediate next step. The person who steps onto the path takes up a mission of far greater import than is commonly understood. Such a person arrives at a stage in evolution when the urge of the soul makes itself known to the conscious mind and a decision is made to reach beyond the limitations of the human kingdom. What follows is a state akin to limbo in terms of self-identification. The awakening soul no longer identifies with the values of strictly human living, but neither is there an identification with the spiritual kingdom. Disciples can be those who are working their way out of this state of limbo, preparing for the higher stage that will come. One of the juggernauts that slows the transition is a lack of understanding of what it means to be a god in the making. We would ask you to consider this question in the most practical terms— starting with the glimpse of the role of the God of our Earth, the planetary Logos, whose embodiment is known as Sanat Kamara. The role of this great being involves oversight of the entire scheme of planetary life in constant attunement to the forces of evolution playing upon it at any given time, and in resonance with the greater purpose for a given era. It is an immensely complex, interdimensional form of service, indistinguished by the scope of responsibility willingly assumed by this sacrificial being for materializing evolutionary goals in alignment with those of the solar logos. The details of such a life are unfathomable even to us, and we are not of concern in this short missive. Next, in descending order of divinity on Earth, is the hierarchy of love and wisdom, whose members will in a future cycle become planetary gods. Major responsibilities for formulating and executing the plan of evolution falls on the shoulders of the Chohans and Masters of Wisdom. Theirs, too, is a planetary service so vast that an entire book could and should someday be written about that alone. Their responsibility is immense. And its fulfillment hampered by multiple forces, including the fact that most of humanity still sleeps, and most of those who are awake do not yet comprehend their role in the plan. At present, the channel of light between the fourth and fifth kingdoms still remains largely closed, although individual threads of the planetary antikarana are slowly beginning to forge a collective opening. The plan for this transition time hinges on a wider aperture and a steadier flow of energy between the inner planes of the hierarchy and the outer planes of human living. One of the factors blocking the flow is the unwillingness of many disciples to accept responsibility for their contribution to the plan, and this for two primary reasons. 1. A reluctance to assimilate the reality that what lies ahead is the transfiguration of the human being into a member of the hierarchy of light, and 2. An inability to respond to events unfolding on earth in a way that reflects a sensed urgency. We realize the paradox contained in this statement. In times past, when an individual has trod the path and the soul has emerged into greater awareness— Consciousness progressively ascended into a state that transcended time and space. As the observer increasingly took control of the life, there was a natural graduation from the tangle of pressures of daily living into a state of inner calm and serenity. But we speak here of a different order of urgency. There is a planetary urgency for the forces of light to shift the scales of power in their direction. We are called to construct the bridge of light between our two kingdoms that will allow events to unfold as foreseen. The urgency lies less in preventing waves of destruction already unleashed than in creating a break from the past in the realm of consciousness, prior to the hierarchy's conclave in 2025. We would ask you to seriously reflect on this fact and take it to heart as you assess your own responsibility for these coming events. Remember that a God, a divine being, is one who accepts responsibility for life on a far grander scale than its own ring past knot. If you could comprehend what it means to be a God in the making, one who is willing to accept responsibility for the welfare of others, and if you did so in the spirit of living discipleship, you would see a lifting of the heavy dark clouds on the horizon. As things stand right now, the karma of humanity overwhelms by a great magnitude the power of the forces of light. In our attempt to enlist each one who reads this into an army of light bearers, we urge you to keep in mind the following ideas. First, the God of our Earth is reeling from the intensity of evil forces wrecking havoc with the life of humanity and other kingdoms of nature. These forces were not unforeseen, but are more powerful than anticipated in turning the mass consciousness into a retrograde material force that is impeding the influx of cosmic light. They cannot totally thwart the incoming energies, but are successfully hampering the inpouring light from reaching the greater body of humanity. Second, natural forces are carving new ravines and canyons into the hillsides of Mother Earth and leaving swaths of destruction behind them. It is alarming even to us to observe the power of the forces of annihilation unleashed through the Devic kingdoms in response to Shambolic will. We sit in compassionate silence while registering the magnitude of human suffering, aware that the scales of karma are being balanced, and the path is being cleared for a new dispensation of truth and life. Destruction of form proceeds in alignment with the mandate of Shambhala, yet with anguishing consequences. Third, there are few victories to report when it comes to forces powerful enough to countermand the decline of human conscience. There is no doubt that awakening souls are growing in number, or that soul groups are beginning to blend and fuse their energies into a more coherent force. What is yet to occur for the plan to unfold in due time is the establishment of a group channel through which extraplanetary energies flowing into the earth can be directed from Shambhala to the hierarchy and from there into the minds of human beings of right intention and good will. We look forward to a time when the lighted bridge connecting the kingdoms will be fortified to the point that the purpose held in the mind of God will be known by more than a few human minds and will serve as the guiding force in their lives. This has begun to occur in small islands of human activity, from professional circles where divine ideas are working themselves out to communities where the light of the soul is eroding ancient barriers of separation. What we are looking for now are stations of light whose luminosity serves the plan and proclaims the dawn of a new age. Please tune in next week to hear more from our spiritual elders. If you would like to explore these topics further, please visit atreeoflight.org. Until next time, may the love and light of your soul shine bright.